Hey, if you think you might be lost because you got lots of new thoughts, I'll be informed. Or if you're feeling like a fool because you've been used just like a tool since you were born. Hey, if you're trying to get through life, then friend, I've got some great advice for not growing horns. They say that ignorance is bliss, but if you knew, then you'd be pissed, so get informed. It's a leftist lit podcast. <laughs> I'm wow. a host. Uh, killer intro, as per usual. I nail it every time. I've never fucked up one of these. Uh, it's a host, Colin Orton. Uh, he, him, his, and with me is a host. Another host. I'm just a little tumbleweed rolling in the parking lot. Al Gropey, uh, she, her, hers ish. And I cannot believe how underwhelming that intro was for how excited we both are. <laughs> if you'd like to introduce yourself. Rally Rebel community organizer, um, activist, I guess, right? Yeah. Probably. Okay, hi. I was like, that sounds right. like, uh, I was, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm great. That sounds great. And today, well, Colin, would you like to introduce it? So today uh, we're just going to do a little bit of news and a little bit of uh, a little bit of like a meet and greet with Relly, uh, just to sort of get into like we've talked a lot about activism and organizing, but we haven't actually talked about activism and organizing. You know, we've talked about how how good it is to do it, but we haven't <laughs> talked about what it is. So I thought it would be it would be cool to actually talk to somebody who does quite a lot of it and uh, really get into. Well, how how to organize? What what do you do? Um, Relly is going to be reading uh, "We Do This Till We Free Us" by Miriam Kaba with us in the coming weeks. But we thought that you know scheduling before that, let's just get to know each other and get to know both the subject material of the book and activism as a whole and how to participate in your communities. So first, I believe we have some news, but then we can jump right into the interview. Oh boy. We are very loosey-goosey with these new segments, so really feel free to jump in at any point with commentary. Oh, that's, yeah. The, the, the commentary is part of why we, why we do this. Um, so you guys are familiar, I'm sure, with the NYPD. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're familiar uh, with the way that they are. So... Um, this is this is less surprising as it is disappointing. Uh, this is from Gothamist. The I think it was yep. The seventy first precinct in Crown Heights mm. had a quote from Hemingway's nineteen thirty six short story on Blue Water on their wall, mm-hmm. and the quote reads. Uh, Quote, there is no hunting like the hunting of man, and those who have hunted armed men long enough and liked it never care for anything else thereafter. And they've taken some flack for this, uh, but they defended the fact that they had a quote about hunting men on the walls of their precinct uh, by saying that it, uh, to quote the Gothamist article, quote, captures the exhilarating nature of hunting dangerous criminals. Can I say something on that? Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I, it's crazy because I just, um, I just, I just uh, read that article, but um, somebody sent it to me because I've marched on that station two times. Um, sure. No, I've actually marched on that station three times. Uh, once was uh, February and twenty twenty one. You know, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In the beginning, I went there um, for an officer named Keith Chang. He still works there. 
he beat up two of the, uh, two of my protesters. He, you know, he, we got him on video. One of them, one of them's a woman that fell down and like is on her hands and knees, mm-hmm. and like he runs over top of her and he's like, like he grabs her, like you know what I mean. He got one hand on the back of her head and he's punching her in her face with the other hand. Yeah, crazy. And we got him on video. And you know, I went. Um, it was it was for a march. Um, for this officer that I'm going for named Artem, but. When, when we went to that station to march against Keep Chain, because we was going for Keep Chain for that video from beating us up, and we pulled up to the station, um, they wasn't, they didn't know, they thought we was going to march past. They didn't know we was coming into the station to protest. So we actually pulled up to the station, they panicked, and they called for backup, and the backup came, and they and they just, like, rushed us into the road without no, no LRAD, no nothing. They just came, like, rushing towards us, trying to grab us and stuff, and it, like, pushed us into the road with, like, a, um, uh, where it was a van coming, and then like we started yelling like it's a van coming, so then they stopped, and then uh, as soon as the van rolled past, they started up again and started like you know they chased us up and down the street, and uh, we ended up staying there for like an hour or two. Like we came back, ended up coming back, and they had locked up like four four of my protesters, and we stood there for a little bit. That was that was in February, so in December, the seventy first precinct shot and killed um shot and killed. The mentally ill um you pierre all right and i threw that march you know um i threw a march uh i think i was the only one at that march for that but um you pierre for the people that don't know about you pierre was uh the mentally ill man who um he just about to uh graduate college a couple months of graduating college supposed to graduate college this year you know what i'm saying so this happened in yeah. december supposed to graduate this year i i believe he called the cops on himself you know what i mean uh, saying he was going to do something to himself or whatever like that. But when they got to him, he had a knife and they ended up shooting him. But we wanted to see the tape to see exactly how it exactly went down. But, um, yeah, so we ended up marching on the 71st for that. And when we got down there, um, the cops jumped on us again. You know what I mean? It was like the same thing. It was like, like it was all, it was actually almost like it wasn't in February. Like it was the same exact thing. SRG pulled up and we were, we were marching. Fucking we were, SRG. We were the station. And they, and you know what I mean? They chased us up the street again. And they locked up, I think, like, uh, I think again, they locked up like three or four of us. And we ended up staying out there all night till everybody got out. But uh, yeah, it was ridiculous. We had a 71st. So this oh prison God. has a history with being horrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for yeah, uh, for those fun. non-New Yorkers out there, the SRG is the Special Response Group, oh. uh, which is the NYPD's anti-riot division. Are they all bike cops? I know no, they have a shitload of bike cops. It seemed like that in the summertime. It's <laughs> 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 like in the summertime they are, but usually that they they um, and that's that's something else they do too. With they bikes, they use their bikes as weapons. But um, mm-hmm. no, nah, the majority of the time, like if we're at the station, they um they don't come on bikes. They just you know hop out with um they they're the ones that you see dressed like rebel cops, yep. helmets, gears, nightsticks out. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you mentioned uh, Artem. That would be, I think, officer, and I just Googled it because the name was super familiar. That'd be Art, uh, Artem Prusayev, who pulled a gun yeah. on protesters after asked after being uh, asked to put on a mask, right? Yeah, that was my march. Yep. All right, so yeah, so I was marching for um, Andre Hill, a person that got killed. And this was actually my second march ever, you know what I mean? After oh I started God. organizing my second march, um, I was marching for Andre Hill, and I left from the Barclays. It was a small group. It was probably like 25 to 30 of us, and... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was an officer. Uh, yeah, and if you look up, if you anybody look up that, if you look up his name, you'll see all the news clips and all that stuff. And that's from us, you know what I mean, marching and putting awareness on him. And it was a, if you, it's plenty of news, but you see, like, you know, it, we, I, I marched on him for a year. But um, 
it's you'll see news clips of of, of, of cops, kids, you know, running running us over while we're going after Artem. It's just so many, you know, all the news clips you see all happen at my march while we're going to march for Artem. You know what I mean? It's all it has to do with dirty cops. But yeah, when we was um coming down the street, uh, one of the protesters, um, uh, eighteen year old, I think he was seventeen at the time, but um, you know, he just like was like, "Where's your mask?" And I don't know if it scared Arnold or what, but that's what he's saying. But, you know, he backed up and pulled his gun up. You know what I mean? His partner's like, damn near follow suit. And this is because we asked him to put a mask on. So that's where, like, that's where, and uh, uh, like I said, I've, I've had an officer pull a gun on me before, and I did absolutely nothing. This is, you know, before I'm, I got the position I am now, and I actually did nothing. And, like, for it to happen, like, the second time, and this is what I'm out here fighting, this police brutality and how he's, Cops intimidate us, and and the tactics they 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 use to scare us and bully us, and uh, that was a flex. And I also showed, I mean, that, that if it wasn't a flex, then it just shows how unstable he was. I don't, I don't, pretty I don't much, get that. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? For them to pull a gun out for that, and it just shows you how easy they are for them to, you know what I mean? Oh, I yeah. was scared, nigga. He say I was scared, and that's and that's the whole thing. That's oh, we gotta wait for investigation. They leave. It's all that, and that's, it's so easy for a cop to say, oh, I was scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt my life was in danger. Yeah, yeah. it's the. Yeah. So I pointed a gun at a minor. Just the yeah, exactly. leap in logic. Exactly. <sighs> exactly. It's also. Um, for his mask, for his mask, he's mandated to wear. At the time, they were mandated to wear masks. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? They still are. Like, you know what I mean? They, when they face the police, they have their mask on. And somebody asked him to put one on. He, he decided to put his gun out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah on the subway. Yeah. And if you look at the video, like, how he did it was like I said, it was like a flex. It was like on some like get out my face type shit or back up. You know what it I mean? Just, yeah. It sounds like that like response to like the knee jerk toxic response of like, but I have a gun, so you can't tell me what to do. Like the internal. Yeah. The authorities, it was almost like, who are you talking to? absolutely right with the the flex too because the way he held it he he held it and i'm standing up now in the you know i had to do it to him <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like oh um, he kept he kept he kept going like once we started going crazy about you know everybody started going crazy when he pulled the gun out and it's like he put the gun away then he, he went for the maze and went for the nice day it's like he just kept pulling out, like, oh, I got this now. It's like he's like he's just showing his whole arsenal. I'm like, <laughs> it's like he didn't know what to do. And then they finally told him, like, get in the car. Like, you dummy, get in the car. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and, but you know what's so crazy? That's what I said. They don't know. And this is why people get shot so many times when they shoot. Because the the, the um the officer, you know, the um the other officer that was standing there, you know, she was damn near doing everything he was doing, except she didn't pull her gun out. But she, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know? Like she reached, damn, she, she didn't pull up. it out, but he had his out. And then, like when he put his weight, he pulled out his nice stick. She pulled her nice stick out. Then he went for the taser. She went for the taser. You know what I mean? So it was like that. Like it was like, but that's that's the same thing when they when they end up when one of these cops get scared and they shoot, and and you hear about a person getting shot thirty and forty and fifty times, it's because one is shoot and then they all start shooting. And it's like you don't, you know what I mean? Like, are you are you doing that to kill him? Is this what the job is? Are you doing when you shoot somebody like that? Is it to kill them? Or is it like, or, and that's where they got to have some kind of training or some kind of discipline. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, that's mm-hmm. what I said. I, I've been out. You here. He got, he got, he got, that's what I said. They say he lunged at him or something like that. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. We want to see the video. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's the other thing, like the cops. They can see the video and the video of everything. They're doing everything right. Whenever they need to see the video, when it's, when it's for their purpose, they easily drop it. 
They'll drop that same night this, this shit happened. You know what I mean? You'll see that video on the news. But when they're doing something that they're not supposed to, we it takes months, sometimes years, to see the damn video. Yeah, there's, and then I'll there's be like, an oh, injunction. The video. The video. Yeah, you know what I mean? And they'll say the video coerce with whatever, you know what I mean, they're doing. But how long did Ronald Green, I'll give y'all, that's what I keep saying, Ronald Green, Ronald Green got um his family, you know, requested a video, requested a, um the, the, the cop footage of the video because he got, they said that he was drunk driving and ran into a tree and oh killed himself. You know what I mean? And uh, it was two years before the video came out. The video came out after, you know what I mean? The video came out last year. Mm-hmm. The video came out last year. And this this happened, Ronald Green got killed a year before George Floyd. So this happened like 2018. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It happened like 2018. And then we didn't get the video. They didn't get the video until last year. And the video actually shows he didn't get, he didn't, he wasn't drunk driving. He ran into a tree. They pulled him over. I guess he was drunk driving. They pulled him over. He was, nothing wrong with his car, nothing wrong with him. And they started beating him up. They started tasing him. They dragged him. They found out he got dragged. His face got dragged. It was all types of shit they did to him. Mm-hmm. And they killed him. And then when the video come out, it come out two years later, these cops were still working. One of them fell guilty and killed themselves. Like it was a whole bunch of shit they were doing, but it was all because of the guilt and the karma that they did to this man, Ronald Gray. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they waited two years before that video came out, I think like if that video would have came out when it was posted, when the family was asking for it, we wouldn't be saying George Floyd name these people, we'd be saying Ronald Green. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We'd be mm-hmm. out here right now for Ronald Green. We probably it probably would have been way worse because they actually like, yeah, they 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 murdered this man, they lied. And they still work for two years. An you know what I'm saying? Initial killing, yeah. Like, and the fact that they dropped it two years later, it, it should be everywhere. But it's like it just got, you know what I mean? So it just got submitted because it, it was two years later, and everybody's like, "Oh, wow, that's messed up." And it's like I felt enraged, like right then and there, like I, I you know, what I mean, just seeing the mm-hmm. video was just worse than you know, what I mean, George Floyd to hear this man yeah. screaming, screaming to these cops. You know what I mean? I'm not doing nothing. I ain't doing nothing. I'm surrendering the shit, and they still chasing him and beating him up. I don't know. Just a reminder for every name that we do know and that we do shout in the street. Mm-hmm. There are so many others that don't it's, make the light of day. It's I always tell people is is when you when when they do it in the beginning, you know, it's just it's only the beginning of the year. They're gonna keep going. You know, there's gonna be some new names. We're gonna say this year about five, six, seven more, maybe more than that. You know, it's every year, and uh, that's why I said it's sad that we got to wait to another like big uprising for people to, mm-hmm. to come outside and want to do something. We have to see something so uh, so horrible or so like inhumane to make you want to be like, wait a minute, that's not right. But it's, it, to me, all these cases are. Mm-hmm. All these yeah. cases are. Um, uh, yeah, to, yeah, like I said, all, all, all of them are. Like even the, um, that, that's right now, I don't know, um, I'm marching for uh, Luis Monsanto's. Monsanto. Um, I'm marching right now. Um, the marches that the fight that I'm fighting against now is uh, Luis Monsanto. Monsanto. He got um, shot in the Bronx like two weeks ago. Yeah, I didn't hear about this. Oh yeah, he ran ran a red light. Eighteen year old high school student. Eighteen year old oh. high school student uh, ran a red light and uh, they boxed him. Um, he got to when he got to the next light, he stopped. They said he ran a couple of lights, but either way, he got to to he got to a red light and he stopped. You know what I mean? I guess he was mm-hmm. joyriding or whatever he's doing. But he's 18, no criminal record, no gun, nothing like that in the car. He got up to the kid. Yeah. 
And, you know, Eric Adams, he got the, you know, he, he signed the thing off where, you know, put the, the, the undercover cops and all that stuff in the, in the neighborhoods now. Mm-hmm. So when this dude gets to the red light, they they box him in. Unmarked cars, box him in. That is why I want to see the tape, because I want to see if these if, if these cops were uniformed or ununiformed. Mm-hmm. Because if you're driving and you're at a red light and uh, unmarked cars, they're not police cars. You know what I mean? We, we don't know how he would have acted if those were police cars. Maybe he wouldn't have did anything. But mm-hmm. if me, if I'm in the car and two cars pull up and they, I don't see, I, nobody's identifying themselves. You know what I mean? Or I don't know these are cops and they just hopping out with guns out. People, we see we see it all the time. People get robbed and all that shit at the lights. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And these are tactics they need to change because if everything's good, why do they jump out like they're ambushing somebody? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the... Um, you know, and the boy got frantic because, you know, they jumped out with they yelling. That's why I said, I need to see if they or they, they had uniforms on or not. And this is the reason why we need to see the tape. Mm-hmm. And um, he pulls, uh, they said, they, you know, the, the cops had guns and everything. And, and the, um, they say he backed up, you know, he tried to back up. And, and another cop car came in and closed him in. Another unmarked cop car. You know what I mean? Um, oh, a, um, I mean, it wasn't, you know what I mean? None of these are, 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 are police, NYPD on. Um, boxing. Eric Adams. And he tried to swerve around it. And they said that, um, Eric Adams said that, you know, he tried to run him over. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, the, and the cop shot him two times in the head. And I'm like, if the, if the car was backing up towards you and trying to run you over, what were you thinking about? Were you thinking, let me get out the way? Or were you thinking, let me kill this dude? You know what yeah. I mean? We're going to your mind. Like, and you're yeah. not supposed to fire in the, in the, into a red, into a, a, a moving vehicle. You know what I mean? So for this dude, I'm like, he, he, I don't think, that's why I said I want to see the tape. Because I want to mm-hmm. see if this dude was, if, if, if the boy was actually trying to run him over. And if he was, get the fuck out the way. I'm sorry, my cousin, but yeah, get no, out the way. No, you can go. Or get back in the car or something. Like, what's going on? You, you wanted yeah. to kill, I was going to say, he wanted to do, he wanted to kill him. And the thing is, the boy's still alive. Mm-hmm. The boy's still alive. He's right now in critical condition. You know what I mean? He hasn't got up yet. He's been, he been here for two weeks. But this is what I'm saying. The boy, to find out, he's a, you know, he's a Catholic school, go to school, help his dad out and shit. Yeah, he goes red lights. Everybody, sorry, is that is the word from getting shot in the head? That's it's a, not that's a, a fucking death penalty to that's run a, a red light. Like, yeah. yeah, that's a ticket, bro. It's not, it's not even jail time. That's a ticket. Mm-hmm. No matter what they thought he was doing or thought they could charge him with, it just points to this toxic, like, mentality of, oh, threatened, must murder. Like, attempt to murder immediately. Yeah, yeah. But I, I tell them, a lot, a lot of these cops, they watch movies. That, that's what they want to mm-hmm. become a cop for. They watch these ones. They, they can't wait. They can't wait to shoot. It's the they propaganda. But the thing is, when they do it, they hide themselves. That's what I mm-hmm. say. I say, well, well, who's the good cop that, 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 that did the job? Mm-hmm. But they won't tell you that. You know? And who's the and good like, cop that's, that's crazy. for them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, don't tell the public. Then t- tell the family. At least let, let the family know what's going on. Why does this dad have to go through this stuff? Because even even at the end of the day, it's still his son got two shots in the head. His son is sitting in the hospital bed, all because of red lights, bro. Mm. So I don't. But this is where Eric Adams comes in and say, "Oh, it's he, terrorist act. It's a terrorist act." So what oh, it was terrorism. Wasn't that Eric. boy might wake up and they might try to charge that boy for trying to you, you know what I mean? Murder me? on or some shit. You know what I mean? They better not charge him with anything. That's ridiculous. But, and that's how dirty, that's just how far as it goes because now mm. it's like this. You either give that boy just a, a regular driving ticket and charge this cop <laughs> because yeah. you can't fire into a moving vehicle or you charge this boy as a terrorist and say that cop was justified. And that's what they, that's what Eric Adams is doing. 
there's yeah, a, we, been a lot of doubling down lately, uh, like as a response to the defund movement and to the uh, the abolish like police abolition movement. Uh, we've seen from both Democrats and Republicans Biden at the uh, State of the Union uh, hmm. said, you know, oh, we need to refund the police, Jack. Let's give you know, another uh, fund them, like, fund them. Cop emperor in chief, you know, uh, like we have Democrats across the country reacting to essentially worsening conditions and increased social unrest in the United States by increasing police militarization and police budgets. Like um, I was I was thinking because really you were talking about these plainclothes cops. And I looked up the definition of secret police, which is, you know, uh, it's an intelligence security or police agency that engages, this is just from Wikipedia, that engages in covert operations against the government's political opponents or dissidents. And remember, when other countries have those, they're secret police. Russia Mm -hmm. has secret police. In the United States, we have our brave boys in blue. We have our defenders, you see, who defend, it's the amount of (laughs) propaganda, like, (laughs) We don't have secret police. This is America. Like, it's terrible. Um, there's uh, like a couple other news things. Um, Enrique Tario uh, got charged uh, with conspiracy in relation to January 6th, which rip Lamau. Uh, very funny. Very silly. <laughs> Um, oh, a group of British anarchists occupied the London mansion of Russian oligarch uh, Oleg Deripaska. Sorry, uh, Russian speakers in the audience. Um, <laughs> and they call themselves the London Machnavists. They uh, issued the following demands. Yeah, one addressed uh, the British Home Secretary uh Priti Patel, this is from The Hill, and said, quote, don't worry, we did your job. We did the housing. Just send them here. We did the housing. Refugees welcome. So they're demanding that Ukrainian refugees be housed in the uh, uh, mansion of this Russian oligarch. Surprise, surprise, riot police were called. Um, And this, I think, will tie back very nicely into the discussion we had earlier about what videos and what information gets released and why. So last year in Portland, uh, the former, uh, so the, the commissioner, uh, Joanne Hardesty, uh, who is a black woman in Portland, uh, was implicated after somebody at the Portland police bureau leaked that she was a suspect in a hit and run crash. And since then, this is not the first time that the Portland police leak information about their political dissidents or political opponents. Like, um, they published the district attorney's address in 2020 when he said that he wouldn't be uh, pursuing charges against people arrested for like protest related crimes. They doxed the DA. They doxed the DA in 2020. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because he, he didn't do what they said. So um, th- they have since this was uh, on March 15th, the Portland police association actually filed a grievance against the city because officer Brian Hunsker or Hunsecker, who was the former president of the uh, PPA, which is the Portland police association, the union, uh, because he leaked, it was the president of the union that leaked that the commissioner was uh, suspected of being in a hit and run to make her look bad. 
because she was trying to cut their budget. And they have filed an injunction to get him rehired because the entire point of police unions is to get people who have fucked around rehired. This is a hot take in some circles, but police are not workers. Have you heard, have you heard the, of police officers' bills of rights? I only recently learned this was a thing. Uh, I've heard of them, but I'm not really familiar with what they are. And the fact that they have a separate bill of rights is interesting to me. It's specifically intended to protect them from investigation and prosecution. Fuck like, yeah. Of Accountability is bullshit. Uh, j- kill. They've never heard the word accountability. Couldn't spell it, probably. Um, that's um, mean. I'll, I'll stop. But I, I bro, oh, I'm, I'm sure that the, the NYPD will be fine. I'm sure the PPB will, will survive you saying that they can't read. Um, <laughs> so our news, that's basically news mm. this week. Um, so let's pivot slightly to organize it. Like when you mentioned earlier, really, that you, that you led your first march some time ago. Uh, what marked that transition for you between uh, protester and organizer? And, and how did, like, what did that pivot look like? Um, all right. Um, I don't know. When I, you know, when I, when I came, when I came out here, um, I'm from New Jersey. I came out here during City Hall, during the uh, Occupy City Hall movement. Mm-hmm. The transition was, I've seen the marches start to die off. You know what I mean? The um, the marches started to die off. Uh, for all the people being outside, I think uh, people was only coming outside for like Stonewall. Um, that was that was the only like thing that was still, you know, what I mean, moving after um, after everything. Like I don't know, like it was like you know what I mean. And everybody started taking different positions. A different fight started going on. So I think everybody like people were marching. I still was still trying to fight against police brutality. And people wasn't, you know what I mean? It wasn't, I didn't see no marches where people were still going at the cops. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would see certain stuff and, and I'd just be like, wait a minute, man. And and I went to everybody. I would join everybody's marches and everything before I started organizing just to see how everything went down and what was successful and what wasn't successful and what could I use. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I would show up to everybody's marches and, and I would put my all into it when I show up. You know what I mean? And people would start getting, start making a name for myself. People would let me speak at their marches and people would, you know what I mean, get hyped, you know what I mean, when I would come to their marches. So then I was, I was, you know what I mean? I just tested the waters and made my own flyer and threw it out there. And a lot of people showed up. And uh, yeah. And, and then, you know what I mean? Kept it going. And then it was like, um, you know, it was the, the first march was, it was a, a nice size crowd, probably like 30. And it was the same, that same amount of people came out during the Andre Hill when Arden pulled his gun out. And then when Arden pulled his gun out, it that night, I took the bridge. You know, I took uh, the Brooklyn Bridge. And when Arden pulled his gun out, I told you it was like, probably like 30 to 20-something people. So when Arden pulled his gun out, it scared them people. You know what I mean? And they um, when we went to go take the bridge, they got on the walkway and I'm like, no, we got to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it was like 15 of us and we took the bridge and everybody was scared. And that was like the first time, like, it was, I guess it was that small group of people that mm-hmm. took the bridge like that. And, uh, you know, we took the whole bridge and, and when we got off, 
it was on the news. You know, it was on the news mm-hmm. that a small group of protesters took the bridge. That um, that did you know um, the news? Um, we had we had the videos. It was him pulling his gun on us went viral, like like right then and there, like that night. Like everybody was, it was everybody was alive. People was reaching alive and everything that went viral, mm-hmm. and it was on the news. You know, it was all on the news. And uh, yeah, after that, then it was just you know we um, I think we threw a march. We didn't even throw a march. We threw a direct action right there at his police station the next day. So we just mm-hmm. threw it like a the, the, the meet set up in time at the 84 precinct with Automat, and it, it was it was crazy when we got there. It was a crowd of people out there, <laughs> mm-hmm. and like they, you know, what I mean, they came. Uh, a lot of cops came. They played the L Red, and the people like they were telling us to leave, and we wouldn't leave. And then before you know it, the news came out there, so many news cameras and everything. And then from there, like you know, my my marches just took off, and mm-hmm. I just always. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I always, my whole thing was, you know what I mean? Just keeping everybody safe, making mm-hmm. sure, you know what I mean? Uh, nobody got arrested and just mm-hmm. keeping it like, like a lot of the wild people that, you know what I mean? That turned up were coming to my marches and they would listen to me and be under control. So we like, you know, we started making noise and that, uh, Hell yeah. that's where I'm at now. <laughs> Still making noise. Hell yeah. Still making noise. Mm-hmm. Going on my third summer right here. I have a quick question, Colin, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, So you mentioned how, and I remember hearing about the small group of protesters that took the bridge. So it's wild to meet you. Um, You mentioned both the lull in like, you were starting to see less protests and that's sort of why you felt like I'm going to stay out here. I'm going to keep up with it. And like you sort of your momentum gained from there. You mentioned both the lull in the protests and then how your story went viral. And now it's just provided that more momentum. And I was just wondering about the impact of media and social media on the wave of the, of the action that you've been doing, because I know myself that after summer 2020, I also noticed like a dip in the at least amount of public protests that I was seeing or publicized protests or invitations to protests floating around media. Um, And I was wondering how that affected your action and like, has it been positive? Has it been negative? The relationship with the The media, it it plays a big part. It plays a big part. Um, And that's the reason why, you know, um, media plays a big part. People don't know. (laughs) If people don't know what's going on and they won't, you know what I mean? Like some people, mm-hmm. like they be like, uh, "Are y'all still protesting?" And it's like if it's not on the news, they, you know what I mean. People don't I know, and uh, especially if they're not following you on Instagram or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the media, it plays. It's it's, it's here and there. Uh, it's hit or miss because they don't. They 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 play part. They play the game too. They play uh-huh. the game too. They play that game. And um, like all right, uh, we's on the. We did the um the Brooklyn Bridge. I don't know if you've seen that. It was that during the city hall? It was a counter protest. You know what I mean? It was a lot of yes. a lot of uh, people got locked up on the bridge. Cops got beat up. It was a whole bunch of shit. Um, but that day, you know, um, that was part of the media. The media played a dirty trick that 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 day because they um they put out there that we we stopped the bridge. They said we stopped the bridge. We was counter protest and it was and it was all fake. Like um they said we were counter protesting against a black church. The black church was 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 got hijacked by um, Proud Boys and cops. It you was the uh, Royal Blue the Knights of New Jersey, no if I'm not mistaken. If the church was marched to City Hall. We're at City Hall. Wait, they put this? out a church that they were coming to unify with us. 
August of 2020. Right? The church, but they they wanted to unify with us, but they wanted they wanted to stop the violence. They wanted to unify us with the cops. So they was coming down there to be like the peacemakers. The mm-hmm. cops took their flyer and jacked it up and put um um like a, some kind of cop rally that it was like you know that this black church is with the cops like they like they're marching together in unison to come down here to you know mess with the people of city hall i remember so we were already like we were going crazy like right we got the flyers and we're like what, 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 what? So we all you know what i mean going crazy and stuff like oh man like they don't come they're gonna come here like it's gonna be a fight so everybody's running around and shit like that so there was a small group of protesters that wanted to go counter that shit you know what i'm saying yeah um, mm-hmm. we didn't even but we when we got on there they they stopped the bridge. The cops stopped the bridge. Oh, we we looking at the bridge. There's no cars, no traffic, and everything like that. So then we see them like coming up the bridge. So then we hopped over the wall. We hopped over the over the little wall and got on the bridge with them. The media put it out there that we stopped the bridge. It was already a march coming up the bridge. They stopped the bridge. You know what I mean? We also was peaceful. We sat down and, and you know what I mean, like on some like we're not. It's, we they said it was church people. We said we want the news to show them looking bad of the church people beating us up. So we just gonna sit down and be in a line and see how they're gonna get mm-hmm. past us, where they're gonna step on us or see whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even let us get that. Instead, they said the cops, the cops came up there and beat us up. Um, the people that made it off the bridge, when we got to City Hall, we came back around the counter protest, mm-hmm. the other group. When we get around in the other counter protest group, the black people, the church that came there to do the protest didn't know what the hell was going on. They didn't know why why the cops, they said they asked, they were they wanted to unify us with the cops, but they didn't want the cops there. You know what I mean? They didn't want the cops marching with them. Well intended. Coming up the street. They had a police escort. They didn't ask for that. And behind them in that police escort were, were, were the Proud Boys on bikes, with bikes with their jackets on and everything. And you know what I mean? The, the, mm-hmm. the black church knew nothing about that. Mm-hmm. And they didn't say none of that on the news. You know what I mean? But they, it's just the way they painted. And, um, I don't know. It's, it's and that's where that, in the media that's where it does with me too because it's like I am like one of the main organizers that still you know what I mean still moving mm-hmm. that still marches and I do mutual aid every week and uh, when they they don't they don't put me in the news for the good things I do they don't put me in the news for the you know what I mean mm-hmm. the mutual aid they don't put me in the news they try to destroy me every time they can put me in the news you know what I mean and they mm-hmm. don't like and and if it's if it's a way they could put me in the news all right so like the Washington Square. Washington Square, the curfew. Oh my right? God! Yeah, wait. That was my that was my march. Yeah, yeah. I you, yeah that was my march that, that went down there and fought for that shit. You know what I mean? So I think I have been to several of your marches. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah like probably, now yeah. I know I where I remember. Uniform, all that type of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you. I'm sorry. Before we started recording, really was like, have we met? Like, have we seen you somewhere? And I was like, I don't know. But now I definitely remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah. So all right. So yeah. So the Washington Square. You know what I mean? When we fought mm-hmm. with um, the curfew, I, I took. You know, I took a march over there when they first started the curfew. Mm-hmm. Um, the NYP. Y'all, y'all know NYP. Oh, I know the NY pig. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, NY pig was, like, telling me, like, to, to handle that. So, we we took a march over there. When we got over there, it was, um, we, the march was small. But mm-hmm. we went over there. We messed with the cops anyway. They was in ride gear. And it was, like, 930. They were standing outside the park uh, waiting to rush in at 10. You know, push everybody out. And I took a march over there. And we started messing with them. And that was the first week. And they did it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, man, I'm not, I'm going to leave that park alone or whatever like that. But then I was watching on the news, you know what I mean? They're pushing the kids out the park every, every, you know what I mean? Every, every, every weekend at 10 o'clock. 
So then, like, I finally, like, just like, all right, um, I went to the, I think it was a protest early that morning, and I went to the protest, and it ended at Washington Square. When we was at Washington Square, he, uh, the piano man, it's a piano man, the black dude that used to play the piano by the fountain, he'd be singing and everything with the microphone. He, um, he, he remembered me from protesting when I used to, when we used to be in Washington Square protesting all the time. And he was like, oh, you used to kick the part. He, he's like, um, I remember every night in the summer when we got kicked out of City Hall, we went to Washington Square. And every every night they used to try to kick us out of, you know, Washington Square, the people at City Hall. And we used to be like, no, we used to fight them until like at least one o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the, the, the piano man remembered me from there. And when I came in to march, he asked me like, yo, can you, uh, he's like, what happened to you, man? You still, he's like, yo, you know, they, they keep us out of the park every night. He's like, you think you do something? I'm like, well, I got to march today. I said, maybe after my march, I'll, I'll see who all want to come over here. So, you know, I did my regular march. And towards the end of the march, I asked anybody if they want to go to Washington Square. And the whole march was like, we doing it. <laughs> Hell yeah. So we yeah. went over there and we, we you know what I mean? We, we, we fought with them and everything like that. And now, that right there, they knew it was my march. They knew, they, you know what I mean? A whole bunch of, it was a whole bunch of things. They didn't want to put that in the news. They put in the news that protesters came, but they didn't want to put that with me. You know what I mean? That was my march. But they'll put everything else as far as me, like anything that they could do to spend me as far as being bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like that. They would have put that as far as me being the protester, like the organizer, you know what I mean, that did mm-hmm. that to that march, that, that boom, that did Washington Square. I would have so many people at my marches. You know what I mean? Just knowing, like, oh, this one, you know what I mean? That came and fought for the park. Mm-hmm. Instead, like Stonewall, somebody, we had a Stonewall march, somebody break a window. You know what I mean? I oh, Stonewall, the Stonewall march, the Stonewall march, the Stonewall march. You know what I mean? It make us look bad. But it was something where we were, and you know what I mean? That's where, like the Washington Square, we fought for Washington Square. Everybody came out, even Eric Adams came out and said, oh no, they should, they should be on the planning part. They should be on the planning part. You know what I mean? Everybody mm-hmm. came out. But that's where they don't want to show me as being the hero there. You know what I mean? But they'll, anything, like if something bad happened on March, they quickly throw my name in the news for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The second so someone is over a track. They, they play their games. Yeah. There's, um, uh, now that you mention it, the first story uh, on I looked up the Artem Prusayev thing and the first story is from Bronx News 12 uh, and the title of the article is Protesters Claim NYPD Officer Unnecessarily Flashed Gun at Them. Gotta, gotta edge in that. Oh, they claim. Like, claim. But his pictures are showing, right? The picture in the video. There's a video <laughs> of him brandishing a gun and the and Bronx News 12 goes, Claim, I love yeah. manufacturing consent. It's awesome. Uh, Allegedly, <laughs> mm. uh, you mentioned you do uh, mutual aid as well. Um, yeah, what what does that look like? Uh, all right, so during winter time, right before Christmas, um, I started. Uh, well, no, I, I mean, I started the mutual aid. I learned that. You know, um, doing like City Hall because when I came to City Hall, like I said, that's where like like the grassroots of uh, how I started doing what I'm doing now. Um, that was a great movement. When I came there, it was me just like straight up, just straight up protest. I'm like, all right, everybody out here to protest. And then it got to a point. I remember um, I was sitting down and somebody came up to me and started talking to me, and I'm talking to them, and they started to piss me off because they kept talking about um, not all cops is this, not all cops, and I'm like. Bro, we out here fighting cops. What are you here for? And we going back and forth. And before I know it, I'm like, yo, bro, 
I've been watching you and I'm telling them, like, I'm, like this, this, this is a protest zone. This is, we are here to fight the cops. I see you eat food. I see you over here. I see you getting all the resources from us staying here. And then somebody tell me, like, no, he's, he's like, you know what I mean? He's houseless. And this is, uh, he just, I'm like, well, this is a protest zone. This is just that. And they said, well, it's bigger than, you know what I mean? This, you know what I mean? It's just more than, you know what I mean? We, we already doing this. We doing this. And I'm sitting there watching, I'm watching, and then before you know it, I'm doing it. You know what I mean? I was getting there, I was cleaning, you know what I mean? Started cleaning them. Instead of coming there and being just a wild protester, I came there when they when there when were no cops around. I just started, you know what I mean? Helping people that need help with this and that, this and that. And then I was out here for more. And then I, when we got kicked out of City Hall, like I said, by the time they raided City Hall, I was there when they raided. It was only about like 70 of us left. And they even said it on the news. There was only a, really like a handful of protesters. Everybody else was houseless. So we got out of there and I didn't realize that, bro. I was like, we got out of the out of City Hall and these people are, are sleeping on benches and stuff now. And I'm like, what? Like, you know, you know, and everybody nobody got a place. I'm thinking everybody really just stay in the city hall like this is occupied, like people left their homes. Cause that's what I was doing. I was coming from Jersey and I come out here and I stay a week and I go back home and I'm sitting out here on the ground and everything. And I thought everybody was doing that, but no, these people are houseless, this and that, this and that. And how they get all their blankets and they, they sleep bad because it's other people doing it for them. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, you know, this is, this is what I want to help people. I want to save people. So, yeah, I started, uh, I mean, just me being out here protesting and being on, like, always. Like, even though shit wasn't my march, people would see me, like, in the news. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be, um, be seen on the news and people in Jersey would see me. And the guy that, that works, uh, the bodega on the corner, yeah. I usually go in there and get coffee and stuff from him. And I talked to him when I came in there. He was just so happy to see me and what I was doing. <laughs> and he's Palestinian. And uh, this is before, like, the, you know what I mean? It was going on with, before the Palestinians came out and started, like, going crazy and marching there before. You know what I mean? They started going crazy in Palestine. Um, he was just like, you know, he was. I even got videos of him, like, saying, like, yo, it's going to go crazy. He was telling me, like, this shit is going to happen. And, but he was like, what you're doing is good. And I got people in New York and you do this, that. And he's like, you need to, you need, you know what I mean? To get you an organization or something. And he like took me to his account, man. And he put, he put money up on me, get my paperwork and everything mm-hmm. for me to start a, you know, a, um, organization, uh, um, a nonprofit. But that's where, um, you know, the nonprofit and all that. And I tried to, mm-hmm. I don't know nothing about nothing. Bro, this is like everything I'm Same. learning. It's, it's all like I'm just learning it. So when he give me the point, mm-hmm. take me to the day, they explain everything to me and give me the paperwork, and I'm still like, like a baby at this shit. Like, what in the hell am I? What do I gotta do now? So <laughs> I just started doing what I wanted to do without yeah. being funded by them. You know it what I mean? Like just really... like, all right, well, I'll cook myself. You know it sounds I mean? like we just I, grew out of love. I'm putting the flyers out like, this is what I want to do. We want to cook with people. We want to do it on this block. And people start sending money. We take the money. We buy food. We ask, do anybody else want to, you know what I mean, cook? And they'll say yes. And we send them money for food. And we just cook a whole bunch of food. We go out there. And then before, you know, we giving them, start doing clothes. And we start telling them that. Like, my, uh, maybe maybe uh, next week I'll, I'll show y'all what my um, my stories look like, you know, downstairs. It's, um, That'd be it's, great. It's, it's, man, it looks like, it, it's like, it's like a warehouse. And it's filled with donations, um, mm-hmm. great donations. We, you know, we tell people we want quality stuff, stuff that you would wear. Like, we don't want nothing yeah. like no trash and nothing like that. This is not no, you know what I mean? This, 
We oh. want to give, we want to make people feel good. We want them to look good. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. The food that we cook is not, we just, we made a menu instead of just, uh, just because in the beginning we were just cooking all types of random food and stuff. So he's like, you know what I mean? Let's, let's, let's give people a choice. So we, mm-hmm. you know, we got menus now. We make a whole menu. Like I'll make a menu. Then I got, um, uh, Joella from Stonewall. She makes mm-hmm. a menu. And then we, we, the third menu is the people. So I'll cook a whole meal. So, you know what I mean? I'll cook all day. Just my meal. Uh, the meat, the, uh, the sides, you know what I mean? A salad or something like that. And I change it up every week. And Joella make her meal. And then the third meal, we let the people decide. You know what I mean? Let the people, mm-hmm. the volunteers make whatever. And we bring it in. We set the tables up. Now you, you'll be, it's, it, like I said, I could probably send y'all some pictures and maybe y'all could post it or, or something like that. But it's, yeah. it's, it's amazing, bro. It. Like when I go out there on Thursday, it's a, it's a, it's a line of people waiting for us to set our tables up. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the same people that come. We even got people from the community that want to help volunteer. And that's, that's yeah. what it is. Like, you know what I mean? And there's people in that community that don't need it, that come and get the food, but will pay just to be like, you know what I mean? You can just go to donations because we make good food. Hell yes. We're going to get all of the information about uh, these. We're going to post them if it's okay with you. If it's. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll definitely send something to our colleague. Yeah. Bringing awareness to this is essential. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to got business cards and everything. Like, professional. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Just some joke. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Colin, Uh, you were going to say. Oh, what's it called? Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, We the People NYC. We the People. We the People NYC, yeah. Hell yeah. I said We the People, by the People, for the People. Mm-hmm. It sounds like your your community action really just grew out of, like, you saw the people that you cared about and you were working with, needed help, and you're like, all right, let's do it. And that's exactly what it is. And I've been, uh, this, I've been out here for two years doing this. Hell yeah. Two years, that's what I'm like, and then, I feel like I'm meant to do this. It's like it's crazy because I'm kind of good, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, everything falls, <laughs> everything. everything not, not like I'm good at it, but I'm, I'm good like, far as like, 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 um, my living conditions. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, it's like everything falls in place mm-hmm. for me to keep it going. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, as soon as like I'm like. And instead of me panicking when something bad is happening, I just be like, all right, I just got to ride it out. But it always seems like it turns into my favor to keep it going. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. that's why I'm still here doing it. And uh, I'm, 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 I'm seeing progress. I'm productive at it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, like right right now, that's why I couldn't, uh, like me and Kyle, we's going back and forth, trying to take the turns, you know what I mean? Talking to each other. But it's been a couple of days instead of mm-hmm. me because I'm running around doing, you know what I mean? You're doing uh, things out there in the world. You're making yeah, it happen. Yeah. I just try to stay busy. And I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, staying busy as far as pushing this movement. I understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really can't wait for us to get into the reading because there's an article. It, this is a collection of articles for the listener. Um, there's an article called Hope is a Discipline that I really want to hear your thoughts on. It's an interview done with Miriam Kaba. That's largely about it's partially about how she keeps up hope and like hope as not a feeling, but like a practice, but it's mostly about how she gets her hope from her relationships with her community and through practice. Wow, yes. Delayed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So That's where, yeah. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, um, people, um, 
Like even the you know the, the hustlers of the block, they come up and they're like, uh, "What's going on here?" And I'll be telling them like, "Yo, we giving this out," and they be like, "Yo, uh, what, what, is this a job? You get paid for this?" And I'll be like, "No." And they be like, "You doing this off the street? Yo, that's love. That's you. you it's gonna come back to you. It's gonna come back to you. You know what I mean?" <laughs> and, be and, I, and and stuff like that gives me hype. Um, seeing the same people every week and them being happy to see me, mm. you know what I mean? Or, or always talking about, or always compliment me on my cooking. All that stuff, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. It's just community. It's just love. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned also uh, the, the the feeling of, like, waiting for the next big swell, you know, uh, for the next big uprising. And it's really important to, important to remember, I think, that this never stops. Like, the yeah. building of community never stops. The, the support networks never stop. That's it. Never stops. Yeah. And, and but the, the thing I want to say is we we do do things to bring people out. We do know, you know what I mean? Um yeah. the stunts and the moves to bring people out. It's just it takes energy to do them <laughs> It takes energy. Um the Met Gala, we did the Met Gala. You know, oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. And we, we that, talked like, about see, that on the, the Met show, Gala actually. that brought people out. Like when we did the Met Gala, it was only probably uh no more than twenty of us. Like Somebody got their skull cracked. But after open, the Met right? Gala, you know what I mean? The numbers jumped up to like 150, but that only lasted for about like two weeks and then they went right back down. You know what I mean? But they will, they will, we do know certain stuff that bring people out. You know what I mean? Just be like, oh, because some people are like, and even at the Met Gala, it was, uh, you know, we even radicalized people there that day. It was people that actually jumped in the street with us. One of them got arrested and we, we went to the jail support and waited for him to get out. But it was like, you know what I mean? Like, is is certain stunt that we know that will bring people out, or certain locations we can go, and that we know that will hit the news, that the news can't deny it, that they have to run out there and get it, whether they you know point us good or bad. But we know if people see this, they'll come out. You know what I mean? You have to play so, the optics game a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, what what is attention grabbing? But also, there's yeah, theater. Yeah, it was attention grabbing, but also, can we? It, it, is um is the move is it gonna be effective? You know what I mean? So yeah, like yeah, we want to grab the attention. Like we did the Met Gala, we we all knew. All right, boom, this is gonna be risky. We might not even be gonna make it off the ground. They might grab us. You know what I mean? We didn't know how that shit going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <So>, yeah, <laughs> and it's like we we like the plan was like to come down the street marching. You know, we was gonna march march, uh, go up the block and then come down the street because you know how they had the street blocked off and then we just all just push down and just come down past the Met Gala where they were walking up and then say our message and then just keep marching down the street. But the way they had it blocked off, we couldn't do that. So we was all like scattered through the crowd and we was all like like texting each other and they was just got to the point like, all right, next time it's a celebrity that come out of the street and the crowd rush the street, we're going to be out there in the street. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah. I can't remember what celebrity came down the street, but everybody went chasing the car. And we ran out in the street. And uh, when everybody went to get back in the sidewalk, there was nothing but protesters in the street. And we just turned up like, ah. <laughs> <It was> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it was like, like, it was so many people out there that, you know what I mean? They had to, like, everybody had to pay mm-hmm. attention. And mm-hmm. the fact that it was at the Met Gala and the fact that it was, the Met Gala was an American thing. Yeah. This year. What a and they had, it was so you. crazy because right before we did what we did, they just had a marching band coming out of the street. And it was all black men. You know, it was all black men. It was all black men, marching band and dance group. And they were dressed in the American flag. 
and they yeah. came down the street, and that's when they they danced and did their thing, and we took the street immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. You know what I mean? Immediately, like, all right, boom, all right, y'all bringing black people down the street, the American flag running, theme is American thing. All right, let's Hell get down yeah. the street now. Right? Let's see the actual the American. And I was like, I was like, see this. I said, it's crazy how they about to do the black people now. <laughs> you know? Hell yeah. It's crazy how they about to do us now. They about to beat us up. I said, we just did the same thing they did. We just marched down the street. Mm-hmm. We all we doing is marching down the street. We got a message. You know what I mean? And when we was leaving, uh, we were leaving. And it's like, it's crazy because they'll stand there for hours or whatever to take our abuse, right? Mm-hmm. They'll take our abuse. But when we start leaving and they know we're leaving, that's when they get aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know, and start marching beat us up put their hands on us. Start looking for stragglers, start following small groups, start, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was in the summer of 2020 after they got their budget cut. Um, uh, Seattle Police Department uh, did something a lot like that where they waited until the protests started to break up and then they sent out the bike cops to beat people on their way back to their cars. Like, Yeah, see that? Yeah, see, all right, so, yeah, the SRG, when it, it, it the SRG, they they usually are the yeah, they they are the bike ones, but they don't always come out on their bikes. Um but yeah, they 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 are the worst with them They're bikes. Real they bastards, they, they yeah. aim them bikes right at your head and mm-hmm. they swing them. You know what I mean? They swing mm-hmm. with with bad intentions. Mm-hmm. Fucking A. Um you mentioned uh, radicalization, and I think as a as a cap to today's conversation, uh like what would you say brought you into the like what what made you not just go out and protest but like like what what radicalized you in short <laughs> all right <laughs> I, was always, I was always like this like my first my first protest like i said i do was like uh it was in 11th grade it's because they didn't let they wouldn't they, they, they was doing announcements for pep rally. They were letting announcers, and me and my friend, we were funny, and everybody, you know, loved us, and we were class clowns and all that. And uh, we, we, we went and did the, we went and did, we went and tried out for the, um, for the announcers. And we was the only ones that tried out. And we stayed in the, the uh, trials for like two hours long. We stayed there, and we watched it it's to see if anybody came, and nobody came. And they, the, uh, the two kids coming out of the classroom, and me and my friend looked at him, and we was like, do we got it? And they was like, yeah, you got it. Anybody else come, y'all got it. So we was like, I hype. So we ran, you know what I mean? We telling all our friends, everybody all hype, like, oh, it's going to be cool. Probably going to be crazy with y'all on the mic. And that. And we get each other fives. We went home. We wrote out like, jokes and stuff we was going to do and all this type of stuff. And then we come to school the next day, and they started doing the announcements. So they started announcing, um, like, the homecoming, King and Queen and all that and and and, and the different uh, events for Pat Riley and then when they started they, they started naming the announcers they didn't say me and my friend's name they named uh, two seniors that were white you know what I mean and uh, we kind of I went I we kind of lost it because we was like it, rightfully so yeah like they just gave it away like we 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 waited we waited at trials just to see who was our competition nobody showed up. And we waited here for two hours and we tried out and y'all loved us. And now y'all just give it away to somebody. So we went to the people and we talked to them. And they was like, oh, no, we just decided to, you know, because they're seniors and everything. I'm like, well, they should have came and tried out. You know what I mean? So we started going back and forth. So then we went and talked to them because we knew them. And we was like, yo, um, you know, like we tried out, y'all didn't. And this is messed up. Y'all don't think this is messed up? And they was like, yeah, it is messed up. So we was like, um, 
I don't know. I think I went to. I talked to my guidance counselor, and my mm-hmm. guidance counselor. I was, I, I was. I went to school like towards the Baltimore area, uh, Glen Burnie, Glen Burnie, Maryland. It's right outside of Baltimore. But um, my guidance counselor, he, he was a black dude, and he was like, "Y'all should write a petition." Mm-hmm. And he told me that, Johnny, and I was like, yeah, "You know what, bet?" He's like, "Just get everybody to sign it, and then and then see what they do." And uh, we started getting everybody to sign it, and that I think that. It made his rounds around the school, and we had we had a paper filled with just everybody's names on it. And I think the paper ended up getting to the people, and then they came to us and was like, "Oh, y'all, well, y'all can do one half, and then the other people can do the other half." And we was good with that, but we were still mad. But like that was mm-hmm. a win for me. You know, I've always been going to marches here and there, just uh, I mean, you know, going to not marches, but like. No, I, this is like my first time, like really like marching like that. But um, going to different events, like mm-hmm. they got the Million Man March every year, even though it's not big and it's not in what's the name. He does it every year. He just does it. He does it. Sometimes he does it in Philly. Sometimes he does it in North. But it's not. It's still called the Million Man March because he does it on that on the year that was the Million Man March. It's just not big. The only time the last one was big because it was like the 20th anniversary. Mm-hmm. But Louis Farrakhan does the Million Man March every year. And you know, I would do stuff to that and, and, and network with people. But um after George Floyd, you know, we us being in uh quarantine, being forced to watch that, my kids. Mm-hmm. When my kids came, uh my kids, they told me um they wanted they they was begging me to get a dog after the George Floyd, you know, um, at the time they were uh seven to eight. And I think I um, they were begging me all day to get a dog because they didn't want nothing to happen to me like George Floyd. Oh. And that it, it bothered the shit out of me. You know what I mean? And um, it bothered me, but I, I ate it and everything was good. And then I think I went to sleep and they woke me up like 2 o'clock in the morning And um, because the next morning I was supposed to be taking them back to Philly to their mom. And uh, they woke me up like 2 o'clock in the morning and uh, they were like, Daddy, we tired. We want to go to sleep. And I'm like, well, go to sleep. And they're like, nah, you got to, can you get a dog? We don't want to go home without you having a dog. Aww. And that, it, I, I, yeah. I, I I think I grabbed my laptop and I just went through a whole bunch of pictures. I said, y'all like that dog? He's like that dog, boom. And I think I cried for like two days after that shit. I cried for like two days and I was at work and I was sitting at work and I started going through it. And I've been locked up a lot of times. And I always said like, what I do, everything I do for my kids is because I didn't want them like to ever want anything or to go through any kind of struggle or to ever, you know what I mean? I wanted them to be happy, not to have no mental illness, none of that shit, man. Not to never want nothing. And I, my dad wasn't around for me. So I'd go everything for my kids. And that, like, to me, I'm super, to, to them, I'm Superman. Mm-hmm. But for them, when they, Superman don't need no dog. So that, when that shit, <laughs> when they told me and they was like, really like, and I'm like, dang. And, like, my kids never encountered the cops. They never seen me encounter the cops. And I'm like, what is your perception of cops? When y'all see cops on the movies, they're fucking good guys. So for them to, like, to be scared of cops, that was like, ah. Uh, and I never had that talk with them. And then, like, it's, it's crazy that they, you know what I mean? They're telling me to protect myself. My kids are telling me to protect myself, and I've been doing this shit all my life. So that was, like, the rhetoric. That was the, when I went to work, I was going to all the protests in Jersey. Every like I go to work, I get off protest time. But where, where's it at? And I was going to different towns. Boom, boom, boom. And the towns that we're going to, I went to all the guys went to like five, six towns. And then in protests in Jersey, they start they died early. 
They died early. Yeah, yeah. Real fast. So it was like, man, like the first two weeks they were strong, and then it was like it was they were they were here and there, but they were they were dying. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm I'm I guess I could probably show y'all stories of that too. Like I'm losing. I'm like in the middle of the night. I'm wake. I'm talking. I'm talking to the stories, and because I don't want to talk to myself, I'm talking to people that uh, this or that. People think I'm losing it because mm-hmm. I'm like they never seen me like this before when I'm just like everything. But like when my kids today, it, it fucked me up. God damn it! Like I was losing my mind, and um, I couldn't function at work and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And I seen uh, um, I kept saying in my stories, like me going to these different protests, I was meeting people that were following me. You know what I mean? And in my stories, I was telling people like all my experiences of shit that I went through in my life because people was like, why? What's, what's going on here? Like, why are you going through this? So I started, you know what I mean? Like in my stories, mm-hmm. I was telling them all different stories I've been through. Like, not just with the cops. I'm growing up in schools of, of you know, racist teachers mm-hmm. and this and that and this and that. And like, people would hit me and I'd be like, yo, anybody know the protest? Because I just want to get some anger out. You know what I mean? And people would hit me mm-hmm. and then somebody sent me a flyer about City Hall mm-hmm. and said that, uh, that they're occupying it. And I looked at it, and uh, when I looked at the time and shit, it was the day, the day they sent it to me, I thought it would be over by the time I'd get there. So I didn't do anything, you know what I mean? I was, I was, I said something to my story, like, yo, I'm gonna go down there, but I ain't go. And then the next morning, somebody sent me that shit again, like, yo, they stay tonight. And I watched the news, and I seen people stay tonight, so oh, I'm going. Mm-hmm. So I went, and I just seen, like, how everything was, all the people, and just, how they like in Jersey from how we were protesting in Jersey to how they were doing that city hall, like city hall, they were going like right up to the cops going ham. Hey, like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, Oh shit. Like in Jersey, we just <laughs> police are not above the law. Police mm-hmm. are not above. That's what we chant. And we chant black lives matter, black lives. That's it. And you come out here and they like get disrespectful with the cops and they get in the cops face. And I'm like, this is where I need to be. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on there. Like, this is where so I ended up, like, you know what I mean, staying. And uh, my second or third day of City Hall, I'll show y'all the video of this shit. It's crazy. I took the bridge. I took the bridge. I took the bridge. I didn't know nobody. Mm. They were arguing with some cops down on, like, the street. Everybody in City Hall, they were, they, they, we was in the middle of the street. They were stopping traffic, and they were arguing with some cops. And I remember I didn't know nobody. And I think it was arguing with Nikas. There's a video of them arguing with Nikas. And there's a video of me, like, coming up behind everybody, like, take the bridge. Somebody take the bridge. <laughs> I was like, yo, somebody take the bridge. And, and uh, what, some, it, was, uh, it was a girl that I thought was an organizer, but she wasn't. She had a bullhorn and everything. And I was like, yo, everybody take the bridge. So nobody moved. So the girl was like, come on, let's, let's see what the bridge is like. We'll do it. So we mm-hmm. went over there and we looked. And she was like, all right, come on, let's go get the bikers. And I said, we ain't getting no bikers. We can start the bridge ourselves. I said, come on, let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I jumped in the middle of the street. She, she was like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. And I just jumped in the middle of the street. And the car was rushing. And I just like, you know, me put my hands out. And I closed my eyes. I was like, wait, 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 wait. And it hit me. And then from there, I walked all the way up that bridge. And I slowed everybody down. And then when I got it slowed all the way down, then I started directing traffic. By myself, I got a video of this. By myself. Mm-hmm. And I started directing them when they started hitting the, um, hitting the exit. And when I got it up that far where they was hitting the exit, mm-hmm. I think, like, after 10 minutes of being on that bridge by myself, like, two people came up there. And then a biker came up. And then he rolled back down. He came up with everybody. And then mm-hmm. everybody, we took the bridge. And the cops mm-hmm. were going crazy. And we didn't make it all the way down to the other end of the bridge. He started coming up one way. So while that, all the traffic was stopped on this bridge, 
Like, we coming through cars and everything, and we, we were deep. We are probably like two or three hundred of us. There's all the people at City Hall at the time. Mm-hmm. And this is when it was big, while they still had all the sponsors and shit like that. So it was a lot of people there. So we um, ended up hopping over the wall, mm-hmm. over, over the wall to the other bridge. And we, we ended up just coming back down City Hall. But we sent the cops into a friend. And uh, that's the night they tried to push us out. And then yeah. that shit carried over into the morning. They tried to push us out again in the morning. Mm-hmm. But that was like, you know what I mean? That was like my first time doing something like, like, I guess just out of the ordinary, just Why doing the shit. Yeah, no, just doing the shit. Just, I didn't know nobody. It was I, just doing it, just like, 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 fuck it, we could do anything. I feel yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, like yo, we could just do anything. Yeah, I think it just proves it only takes one. It only takes one straw to break the king's yeah. back, and it only takes one person to cross that line and, like, inspire others. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I just try to do and try to push because I can't be doing this shit long, but it definitely needs to be going because mm-hmm. it does. Um, that's why I said with Artem, right? He's back on the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole year we had him, we, we ran him from three different stations. He started the 84th from pre, um, the 84th precinct in Brooklyn. He's been here his whole career. He pulled that gun out on us. We ran on that station for about like four or five months. They wouldn't put him out on the streets and they moved him. We showed up to the community meetings. That was pressure. We showed up to the community meetings and everything. So what they do, they moved them from that area, but they put him in Manhattan. Mm. You know what I mean? And they put him in Manhattan, but that was to stop us from taking a bridge because when we was going from in Brooklyn, we kept we was taking a bridge every week, every mm-hmm. weekend. And um, when they moved them, when they moved to Manhattan, they moved them all the way on the other side. So it would take us forever to get over there. So we just started throwing the marches and. Uh, in Manhattan, but in Manhattan, that's where I'm like, all right, so where he was at in Brooklyn, we wasn't we wasn't seeing no people. All we were seeing was um the buildings and then we get down to the police station and we cross the bridge and they got mad about us taking the bridge. But I said in Manhattan, y'all gonna hate us the worst because there's people outside. We're gonna stop at every restaurant. Mm-hmm. We're gonna stop at every and we're gonna let these people know who's in their neighborhood. And that's when we would disrupt every restaurant. I mean, we wouldn't show up nasty and nothing like that. I mean, we show up with loud noise and we would make an announcement this will be here for it. Boom, boom. We start passing out the little brochures with the name yeah. on it. Can you get them out of here? Yeah. We'd be like, can you? Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we, um, you know, we, we tell them what type of cop is in it. We tell them what station he's at and that lasted for a couple of months and then they moved him again. You know what I mean? Uh, they where is he him. now? Like, he even, and they gave him a promotion and they moved him. Uh, oh, yeah. Now he's Gotta get the promotion. Disgusting. Yeah. But yeah, now he's on the Lower East Side, and uh, I started marching against him for a little bit, and then I stopped, and now I've stopped for four or five months. Now it's, uh, it's two videos of him out here walking the streets. So for a whole year, I've had him tucked in, and now mm-hmm. now everybody's seeing him. He's out here walking around doing whatever. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, but it's like, but they know they're wrong. You know what I mean? They hid mm-hmm. him for a whole year, and now they're like, I was like, it's crazy. I just so remember I'm more on mutual aid now. And stuff mm-hmm. that needs like immediate attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like whatever capacity a person can help in is valid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing your stories with us. And yeah, just, wow. I cannot wait to discuss this text with you and just oh. like, yeah, I can't wait to get into this book. I got me excited to get into this book now. That's crazy. I got the book that y'all was looking yeah, it's for. Wild. Did you have it? The link. Yeah. <laughs> Um, That's dope. 
Holy fuck. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, everything be working out for the purpose. See, I be feeling like everything just falls in my, you know what I mean? Falling into place. Time, but I got the book. Yeah, really. Thank you so much for coming on. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate y'all, man. I, I thank y'all for um, inviting and thinking of me to have you on. Uh, you so, got any, anything you want to plug? Uh, 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 if you live in Brooklyn, we got mutual aid every Thursday, Fulton and Notion from one to three. At the end of the every, at the last week of every month, we got um, mutual aid that last Saturday of every month in Bushwick. Um, mm-hmm. Usually it starts at three from like three to six or something like that, three to six, three, seven. I'm um, in Bushwick, and that's uh, every month too. Um, is uh, and uh, let me see. Oh, follow We the People <laughs> on Instagram. We the People, and uh, oh my 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 partnership. Um, A and P events. Follow them all on the ground. Bye. We're gonna put nice. all of those names in our episode description as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's dope. Thank mm-hmm. you, Colin. Yeah. Your sign off. Uh, I have been Colin Orton, he, him, his, uh, you can find me at my name. Uh, you can follow this podcast at leftist lip pod on Twitter and send us hate mail at getting informed pod at gmail.com. Uh, Al. I have been Al Gropey. She, her, hers ish. You can find me on Instagram at al.gros. I'm still on private. Don't worry about it. And if I ever pay my <laughs> Wix subscription again, that will be alisongropey.com and join us soon for We Do This Till We Free Us by Miriam Kaba yeah. with the amazing Relly. Thank you so much yeah. for listening. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>